Hey, good morning. Uh, about a week ago in uh, video 21, I mentioned that uh, microtasking is something that only senior developers can do right because it's stressful, because it's um, difficult, it requires um, a lot of skills which are not directly related to programming skills. And a few people asked me what to do with junior developers, for example, Marco on Twitter and Dmitry in YouTube comments. So they want to know what uh, those junior guys who are in the majority actually in the industry uh, can do in order to contribute to the project and to make some money and how this entire microtasking uh, philosophy is applicable to junior developers. That's a fair question because uh, it seems that uh, junior developers cannot contribute at full speed um, in the mode of microtasking because the quality bar is high and uh, we only expect uh, results to be delivered and we cannot tolerate them spending time on learning and training and uh, understanding what needs to be done. We only want uh, the results to be contributed to the code base. We only care about the speed of delivery, so to speak. You may want to check my blog post, which I published I think a year ago, which is called uh, Don't uh, Aim for Quality, Aim for Speed, where I argue for, um, for the shift in uh, thinking for programmers. Traditionally, we believe that programmers must care about the quality of code they write and uh, the quality of the product they produce, and uh, they must worry about what happens with the code they contribute and what goes next and how it uh, reaches the end users. Uh, and all that. But I'm saying that it has to be the other way around. The pipeline which stands in front of programmers, uh, the quality gates, the quality checks which uh, validate the code you create must uh, control you and must prevent mistakes to happen. And you must only worry about pushing the code as fast as you can to the pipeline and then let the pipeline worry about the rest. So if you manage to push enough, if you manage to push at the high speed and the pipeline accepted your changes, accepted your, uh, your code and your bug fixes and your new features and, it, and they get into production, then you're not any more responsible for what happens next. But junior developers cannot push at high speed. They can push, but the pipeline will not tolerate that, will not accept everything. And most likely, if they're really junior, they, it will not accept anything. And then junior developers become frustrated of the lack of results. They become demotivated. They get no money now, case in case of zerocracy, and they just quit. They just go somewhere else. So how can we actually deal with those people? Because some of them or many of them may become eventually uh, good uh, programmers and senior developers and actually producers of results. When they start working as developers, they are non-producers. They cannot uh, produce good quality, the quality which we accept. And when they become better, they become producers. In our company, in Zerocracy, we do not tolerate anything which goes below the quality bar we set in the project. So if the project says, this is the way we want your code to look, these are the requirements for, uh, for your code, and this is the process which has to be followed in order to get your code into production, then we never make any compromises. We never jeopardize our quality by any kind of compromises. If your quality is lower than the, um, than the expectations we have, we don't accept that. We pay you zero. 
if the quality is good, then the code goes into production. So we basically split programmers into two categories, producers and non-producers. There are no senior, middle level, juniors. We don't have any of that. We just have two basic categories. Either you produce and you make money or you don't produce and you don't make money. In other words, we never lower the quality bar, which many companies do actually. Many companies understand that the programmers still young and that's why the quality of code is not as good as it could be but we still need that code because we have our milestones we need something to be delivered to the customer so okay let's accept what's there because we have no choice and then we deliver it so they have different grades of programming skills we don't do that we just either accept or we don't accept so what these people can do what what those junior programmers you know can uh, make money off if they work in the model which I just explained in the in a very binary uh, formula where we either accept or don't accept your uh, contribution we should keep them busy with something which is software development related but which doesn't directly gets into the pipeline in Zerocracy, we don't do that because our platform right now is focused on writing code and we don't just work with junior developers. If you're junior, if you can't produce, you're just out. We, we, don't, we don't help you anyhow. But in your company, uh, you definitely have junior developers and you can't just fire them because for historical reasons, because your management model is different than ours. So what do you do with them? I would suggest to uh, reward them somehow for something they may do, but which is not related directly to code writing. For example, they may uh, write some documentation for the code already there. So we have some code, some of the pieces of the code uh, are not properly documented. You get a junior programmer and you ask the junior to understand how the code works and document that. Another one, you may, help, you may reward the programmer for open source activity. You have the junior programmer in your team, in your office, and that person can go to the open source world and maybe start some project there or contribute to existing project. Or maybe your product is based on some open source component. So ask that junior programmer to help that open source community to improve that product you depend on. That will not directly affect your code. That will not uh, compromise your quality expectations but that will help your developer to grow. The point is that we need to somehow motivate those juniors to grow, to become better, to become strong enough to be acceptable in the pipeline, to be acceptable by our quality checks and quality gates, and to be ready to, uh, to penetrate the quality wall, as I, as I call it in a few of my articles. Maybe you can ask those junior developers to go through the code and find bugs, potential bugs, and report them. In our model, in Xerocracy, we even reward those testers, uh, those white box testers, for the things they find. So we tell them, go through the code, find something which you don't like or which you think may not work the way it should work, and just uh, report that. Maybe they can write some extra unit tests which in most cases not so easy. So I'm not saying that unit testing is easier than writing production code. It's actually the other way around. So be careful with that advice. But in some cases, 
unit test writing may be easier than uh, writing production code. Maybe they, those junior developers can go through the design decisions you have in your project and find some possible alternatives and suggest those alternatives and document why those alternatives were not selected. For example, you are using um, some framework for uh, uh, JSON parsing and then you know that there could be some potential alternatives on the market. So you ask the junior developer to find out, to do the research and then publish the results of the research right into the source code base for the future so that you know why you're using that particular framework instead of uh, two other alternatives. And the junior developer just does that, um, gets some understanding, better understanding of the market, understands that there are uh, different options. So the person grows, the junior developer grows, and that's the whole point of that activity. So you spend some time, you spend some money, some budget of your project, to help those people to grow. When they are ready, they become senior, they become contributors, and then they start making money and start helping the project in its real activity. So there are two categories, and the first category will always be smaller, I think, in a traditional team. If you have a team of 10 people, then probably you have two or three contributors, two or three producers. And the rest of the team is something which you can get rid of. In Xerocracy, we can't do that because we, are, we work with freelancers, we have nobody on the payroll, so we can easily get rid of anybody who doesn't produce. In your team, most likely, for historical reasons, you cannot just get rid of 70% of the team, so you have to keep them in-house. If you do that, still I would suggest to split the team binary and say, this is the part which works, this part we actually reward a lot, and this part gets a lot of money, and those people are non-producers, they're still in teaching mode, in a sandbox mode, they're still juniors, no matter how old they are, no matter how, uh, how much uh, salary they were getting in previous jobs, but we are still training them and we spend some budget on them. But don't compromise, don't let those people mix with the first category. Because in that case, you're going to lose the first category if you mix them together. If the people from the first category, the A-class people, the contributors, will feel that you equally reward and equally appreciate people who contribute with less quality or don't contribute at all, you're going to lose this A-class players. You're going to lose those people who actually can contribute and can uh, manage to push their changes through a very stressful process of uh, quality control. So never mix those two categories. Keep them separate. What do you do with the juniors? I just explained. Train them, teach them, treat them as school kids. And then some of them maybe eventually will become contributors and then you will uh, promote them into the first category. Actually, it will happen naturally. You don't need to promote them. They will just start contributing. Some of them will just eventually say that uh, we are ready to push something through the, through the pipeline and get the uh, rewards for that. We are ready for that stress. And, and it will work for them, for some of them. For some of them, no. But it's going to be their decision when it's time to become uh, contributors, to become producers, instead of being school kids. So the bottom line, there are two categories. Don't mix them. Treat juniors as kids, treat seniors as very valuable resource of your project. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.